Raisin Man Arena. Some funny videos. Sam yeah. was watching. Right? Yeah, hope- it's really funny. I, I, my brother kind of got into MMA at one point, and what he was descri- he described to me a thing that. I now understand when I watch these videos, which is that in a real fight, people don't like crumple to the ground like that. And if you actually watch people fight, it's a, it's a lot harder to take them down than is being depicted in the in here. Hmm. Well, hmm. so Sarah, take note of that. Okay. <laughs> like, I watched some more W. What what is it called? WWE? Is that what I watched? <laughs> MMA. MMA. Uh, yeah, right, Sarah. <laughs> WWE, don't make me laugh. <laughs> I watched the fights uh, on pay-per-view. Um, again, we talked about it the other day and I rewatched them. Is that what you would call a real fight? Is that any realer than a fight in the street? Because, like, fight in the street, I mean, that's a real fight. <laughs> no, like those people in costumes <laughs> yelling at each other and doing backflips. No. You wouldn't it's call not it like a, a fight, fight in the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. This is uh, this is Sistema, which is a, a martial art that a friend of mine once introduced me to, and it's apparently the Russian uh, military learns it, and the videos are really funny. Like, it seems like people, like with one punch, people are just totally incapacitated. <laughs> but my friend said to me that with Sistema fighters, they learn to use quantum physics to move things with their mind. <laughs> mm. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah he told me and i said uh are you sure about that and he was like yeah dude have wow. you have you heard of quantum physics and i was like of course i've heard of it but <laughs> it's like the einstein atom bomb of martial arts a little bit yeah well that it's, should um, be a method incorporated in all types of fighting yes uh, yeah i know and it's like once, once, once well. one person one, one once one fighter has unlocked it why shouldn't everybody try to do it right i agree yeah i agree if every country were able to do it then we'd live in a safer world yes. well i think right i think that russia having the fighters with the quantum physics telekinesis <laughs> it's kind of it, we need a deterrent yes we need some sort of deterrent so that, you know. Yes, a country that uses its power for good, that's sort of a, a superpower in the world to defend other countries from getting hurt and to step Precisely. in. Yeah. They should no, also sir, it's not that. about a country that does good. It's about a balance. It's about all the powers being balanced. Do you understand? There's there all the countries One, need to be a good powerful. power and a bad power. Precisely, but so that it deters balanced. violence. Yeah. And sometimes you have to with the smaller countries you have to go in and kind of show show them who's boss so that you can say to the other countries like we're balanced <laughs> the 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 remarkable thing about like fighting when you watch MMA is that it's actually kind of boring or like there's yes. a lot about fighting that's actually that's it's a little bit like our porn discussion earlier it, that's like no, not intelligible to the eye you can't really tell what's going on some things that look like they hurt a lot don't actually hurt and things that look very small actually are intensely painful yes yes i've said it before i'll say it again you know you think it's all about punching a guy in the head ultimately you have to punch a guy in the head but in the meantime you just got to keep kicking him in the leg (laughs) and that's really what it's all about i thought what you were i thought what you were about to say is 
you think it's about punching a guy in the head, but really it's about discipline and honor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And representing your country. Yes. It's yeah. about k- kicking him in the shin on the side of the shin. That's most of the fight. <laughs> it's kicking him in the side of the shin. I watched this documentary. It's one of my favorite documentaries ever. It's called Strong Man. And it's about um, this man who is the strongest person in the world at bending pennies. And he can bend them, you know, in half in his hand. And it's obviously an amazing feat of strength, but it just, um, it's so optically unimpressive to watch a man on a big stage bending a penny in his closed fist that he can't make much of a living out of it. But he won't give up think, because he knows what he's doing. He's like, if you know, you know that this is an incredible Do you think feat. that when he tries to wipe his ass that he, every time he just just demolishes it with his strong finger? Yeah. The toilet paper <laughs> in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. In the audience, they're like, we want to see you wipe your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I, I'd only take a shower now because every time I do, I bend my butthole. Yeah, no, if you can bend pennies, I think everything else is kind of up for grabs in terms of bending it. Yes, if you're interested in bending other things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, um, <laughs> I wanted... And you're I wanted... not, Sarah. <laughs> things are fine just the way they are. <laughs> I... I uh... I wanted to bring something to you guys because, um, you know how I've been, COVID has sort of made me really hypochondriac. Yes. yes. I told you about this. I had, have noticed I had, that, yes. I had heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, um, I feel like I've been having these symptoms. I think sometimes I'll have a symptom and I think that, um, I'm like, oh, this is COVID, but you know, I think I psych myself out a little bit. And, uh, but this week I just had like a whole, like a whole barrage of, of, of things. And I I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. Just like a bunch of weird things that hadn't happened before. And like, I don't know which, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, is this in my mind or is this actually happening or is it a mix of the two? And, um, anyways, I just kind of wanted to, uh, share them with you guys. Yeah, I don't know. Get, yeah. Go I ahead, your man. thoughts. This is what the podcast is for. Yeah, and I'll tell you if I what I've heard about that because I read a lot about the different symptoms and the how the coronavirus travels through the HVAC and all this. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I know. I know you're like the you're always you're always good to sort of give me advice on this because you do you're really up. And on I the live latest. with you, Felipe, so I probably know what some of them. I've probably seen some of them yeah. are, but I'm interested to see what ones I haven't detected. Well, if you remember any that I, if you remember any that I'm not mentioning it, just bring up these. Uh, you know, bring them up. Okay. Um, what were you going to say, sir? I was going to say also it's good to have Sam here because Sam doesn't scare easily. So basically anything yeah. you can tell him, he's not yeah. going to freak out. Unflappable. Uh, dear listener, I, if you could see the chat right now or, or the Twitch, you'd know I have a stone cold face on right now. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I'll just, I'll just read you guys the symptoms I've been having, the, uh, the possible <clears throat> symptoms. And then you tell me if you if you think I should be worried. Um. So I can't smell, but I can't smell water anymore. Hmm. Well, that's not, that's the, I don't think that's that alarming because water doesn't have a strong smell scent. Okay. Uh, I've been having, I got freaky fingers. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Freaky fingers. (laughs) Yeah. Say more about that. I don't know. They're just. I wake up and they're kind of freaking out. There are they doing mm. freaky things or do they look freaky? They on make their you own? do freaky things. 
No, no, no. They're just sort of moving around. They kind of move erratically. I got freaky fingers. Hmm. Mm. Sarah, have you ever had that? No, but I've known some people who had that. Okay. Yeah. But it's a just a COVID of, thing? A couple of his execs. Uh, yeah, TV I've known execs. some execs who had that. And, you know, at the <laughs> end of the day, I mean. they're still at the top yeah. of the grapevine and we're yeah. still down some here at the execs? bottom. So. Yeah, some execs. <laughs> Copy that. But do you think I should be worried? I don't think so, okay. Sam. I think you, well, I think you're good, Felipe. I think you've always had a kind of twitchy, sort of nervous and, and energy sort of a physically. Air, yeah, yeah. About yeah. You. freaky. Way now with your hair, things. like maybe it's even a blessing. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's true. Maybe it does fit. Um, I've been hit us with another one. <laughs> I've been uh, pooping my food totally undigested. Wow. And, then I, and then when I do Whoa. it, I want to, I, when I look at it, I want to eat it. Wow. Really? Whoa. It comes out just exactly as like it was on the plate. Yeah, exactly the same shape. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Like, and- um, I had, um, I had this cake and it came out like with the frosting and everything. Like it was fully <laughs> plated. <laughs> it's a happy Wait, birthday. You had a cake? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you had a cake? I had birthday cake. You had birthday cake. Yeah. In the house. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I made it. Hmm. Mm. Okay. It was, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny because as your roommate, I know the kinds of foods you eat and <laughs> it's a lot of beans <laughs> and rice and lentils. So to imagine you pooping it out exactly the way it appeared on the plate. Maybe like poop regular poop for other people yeah, it, would be, it would be like deer poop oh, are you saying that the cake that any cake i would have made would have already looked like poop because of the healthy foods i eat no no no, no. i'm saying the real foods you eat already look like poop and that this cake thing that's not you're making yes, this up and I, then. what's you might what's be most right. far-fetched about this bit so far is that you would eat cake well you might be right because i did i did uh it's not this is not a bit this is all true oh, okay. because i poop i had a, a lentil stew and i and i pooped it out but it's true that a lentil stew you could think it was poop if you saw it that's true yeah um well i think it's fine for that to happen if you don't eat it the second time okay yeah it better not be going back in the fridge (laughs) no i've resisted the urge so far and not in my section i have um i have uh something that i found out is called Benjamin Button, Benjamin Button syndrome, and it's when I can only experience the movie Benjamin Button in reverse, and also I have uh, erection for more than eight hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the f- the, these things are related. So there's something that relates. Yeah, you you identified these two symptoms, and you thought I'll put those in the same <laughs> in the same sentence. No, in a list. no, I. <laughs> I've been having the two of them, and then when I looked them up it, on Mayo Clinic, it said these are these are, these are part of the same syndrome. Oh, interesting! <laughs> which is COVID? No, damn. <laughs> no, COVID can, a syndrome can be you know COVID can cause the syndrome. Except that I don't know. I didn't say anything about COVID, so I was wondering if you guys knew it. If it if was really uh, okay, huh? But you I've never had an erection for more than eight hours, and I haven't seen the Benjamin Button movie. Um. So what I, about uh, you, Sarah? Any of those? I've seen the Benjamin Button movie. I think it's good. I've read the story that it's based on. 
by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, I haven't had an erection for more than eight hours. Um, but I do have heard of that also happening. So, mm. yeah. So I'm just I, trying to say, I guess, that nothing but, you're experiencing, you're not alone, and you're never the only yes. one, and there's other people out there. Yes. And so even if it's something scary and it feels really bad, we'll find other people that are like you who you can talk to. Totally. Yeah. It does happen usually to older men. That's but right. it's okay. It can happen to people your age as well. Is what I've yeah. heard. Well, I will, yeah. Nothing's Maybe wrong it, with you. No, yeah. it's true. It's true. But I've also been sort of. It, now that I think about it, I've also been just looking at porn all, all like twenty four hours while I work and stuff, and <laughs> so maybe it, that it, could be um, a reason as well. That does make me think of Felipe, you animating and while watching porn on a, your other monitor, and it makes me think of this this question that I did ask you earlier on in my own animation journey, which is how do you resist the urge to draw the characters naked? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, once you've, once you, once you can know <laughs> you, you can do, do it, once, once yeah. you know you can do it, it's not as sexy. It's like when you're with a partner for a really long time and you're like, I've seen this person naked. Like it's not exciting yes. in the same way. Yeah. It's like, you just know there, you just know what you can draw so well that it doesn't. Do anything. You think uh, it becomes not exciting to see someone naked anymore after a while? No, you can keep it exciting. I'm sure if I really worked at it, I could keep making my keep making my naked drawings exciting, but I'm not so interested in doing that. Or in mourning the loss of that excitement. Yeah. yeah. When Felipe, when one time when Felipe and I were trying the Oculus um, thing in this summer, we were watching porn on it because you can get porn Wait, on it. Wait, we think we talked about this on the. We on talked the about this, but Felipe said. Felipe said, can we get one with Spongebob in it? <laughs> that, was, that was his first question. That's Wait. funny. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? I think that I think that it would be really remarkable if we if we could do that. And I'm I mean we could. The technology's there, but um I just think it would I think very few things would change my life, but I think that getting to have sex with SpongeBob <laughs> in a totally. VR setting <laughs> totally. change you. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be completely different political beliefs, everything. Um I just have a few other of uh, just two more. Okay. Um So I I have this I have this other symptom where coffee makes me sleepy, but water mm. wakes me up and tea kills me instantly. Hmm. Water wakes you up, but it's tea a, like kills a riddle. You. That mm. is like an riddle. Yes. Mm, what am I? Yeah, my yeah. friend Felipe. Yeah, <laughs> my friend Felipe. Good phoenix. Or, or, <laughs> what? What's the thing? Not the a phoenix. Uh, the pharaoh, sphinx. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's the sphinx it's that asks you the uh, riddle. The sphinx two at four o'clock, and then it's at eight. What's, what's yeah. that riddle? The, the riddle goes, if what is uh, a cat's head, a human body, it's made out of stone, and it's in Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is the Sphinx. It's the Sphinx, and the Sphinx tells that riddle, and it's, yeah, a bit funny. Okay, Come 3 o is saying that Oculus comes up every app. 
Yes, I, I thought I, if Sam was going to repeat again about how he did the <laughs> Oculus porn and his dick was too far away from him or whatever the, the observation no, was, that was, we that made was, that three times. That was Felipe who brought that, that up, Sarah. <laughs> nothing, that's not, nothing, that's not nothing fair. Nothing scarier than for your dick to be too <laughs> far away. I can't, I can't imagine a scarier future. A more Orwellian nightmare than for <laughs> yes. your dick yeah. to be and too far away. And that is where away. the technology is at, and we need to bear witness to that so we can make sure that doesn't become a permanent feature of the Oculus VR. I think that the totally. way to fix... So, just for context, we did Oculus. You ha It's POV, but you're in the per pers perspective of a person having sex. And what we experienced was that the when you looked down, because you can look in every direction, when you looked down, the penis was just... Your torso was too long presumably because the um, camera was on top of the actor's head, so the distance feels too long. Um, so I think that the solution should be that they have short guys having sex. Agreed. There you have it, folks. And, and Simeon, if you... I don't know if you've done an Oculus, but if you had, you would be talking a lot about it, too. That's all I'll say. Simeon, are you, are you mad at us? I don't know if you've ever done a podcast, but if you had, you would just talk about the same thing in every episode. Again and again and again. It's why yeah. we started the podcast, because we wanted to talk about the Oculus porn. <laughs> we VR. had an experience, an experience from which we knew a podcast would be the only way to digest. And the rest is just sort of trappings to substantiate about the 90 minutes. <laughs> it's true. We're now kind of trapped in this weekly project that has out, outgrown its use, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have any more symptoms Felipe I can just kind of go through these quickly I put on my jacket but I and I feel hot <laughs> just tell me if it's COVID or not That's just say not, yes or no not I COVID. get that no, COVID. Um, uh, size, size 6 shoes don't fit me uh, could, could be or could not be it depends on if you, oh, if you yeah, also have COVID. COVID, yeah. COVID toe yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm nine and a half for context. Um, I've been nine eating and a half inches of cold. Oh yeah, uncut. Uh, yeah, uncut. <laughs> um, I'm. Uh, I've been eating out of a trough. Hmm. It's sort of COVID whimsical. or not COVID. Uh, that's what you call Sam Lanier a syndrome. Yeah, it's Sam oh, Lanier syndrome. And Sam's healthy and strong. The, the nurse said he never, she never seen anything like it. Yeah, he went in for his COVID test. Yeah. So that's safe. Uh, you go in for your COVID test, and the, and the nurse goes, "Wow, look at this big, strong boy." Never seen anything like it. Hey. Jasmine, come in here. <laughs> come in here. Look at this Look at brave this boy. Look <laughs> at this brave, strong boy. Yeah. I'm standing. I'm standing in the middle of the little room, <laughs> clenching my fist. <laughs> wait, Sam, was it? Were we talking about what if COVID? Wait, or was this someone else's joke about what if COVID was like putting us like a fill, like a swab in every single hole in your body? Oh yes, mm. we were talking we're, we're about joking. that, and it's yeah. just like, all right, it's time for COVID, and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like put on a spit like yeah. through your anus and and, and mouth. Mm. Yes, it's like absolutely <laughs> degrading. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a click hole headline years ago that was like. Um, Decoded. What does it mean when your teenage daughter tells you she's going to the warehouse to get all holes stuffed? Um, <laughs> and I just think of that all the time. All holes stuffed. <laughs> it's funny. Funny oh. face. 
Man, uh, well, well, welcome to Raisin Man Arena. If you're in the chat, pop off. If you're listening to us as a podcast, pop off. If you're walking around the street, feel free to yell out and, something to us. Absolutely pop off. Yeah. And just pop off. Talk to yourself. Um, to whoever you're near, just say, this is funny, and point mm-hmm. to your head. Um, yes. Give a stranger a hug. Give a stranger Folks. free hugs. <laughs> Get hugs. as close as you can to a stranger and take off your mask because it would be friendly. And then say, I want to kiss you and try to kiss them. Dude, at one of the protests that I went to, there was a guy with the free hug sign going around. And like so few people were taking him up on it. And it was Dang. just so tonally corny. off. I couldn't believe so corny. Yeah, in so this day corny. to be doing it. Um, also, go off in the chat if you're in the chat and we'll say your handle out loud, maybe during the episode. Yeah. We usually guarantee it, and then a lot of times we don't say them all, and then I, I feel bad about doing that. Um, Michelle says we got two blonde people on the podcast. I think we actually have three. I think Sam identifies as being blonde, so... Uh, is that right, Sam? Or you identify as yeah, brown hair? I don't need any uh, new age trickery, any <laughs> modern chemicals <laughs> yeah. in order to affect the look that you guys have. You have to, though, because science has made it so that we're more blonde than you. And so your natural hair sort of means nothing in this new hyper enhanced world. <laughs> it's yeah, true. Sam, you're done, man. <laughs> Flip it. You're a bitch. Welcome dude. to the club, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now we're all blonde. Um, yeah. How do you feel? Even 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 the the smallest sliver of diversity we had on this podcast has been <laughs> summarily crushed. Re- re- Maybe I'll change mine. The least resolutely re- crushed. Yeah. The least podcast on yeah. Spotify. The least diverse podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Sarah, if you changed, you would have to like you it, you could only sort of dole us all. Like that would be the only way where it would really yeah do anything. We were talking about what color our our eyes were this today before the podcast started and i said that we all had blue eyes and sam said no i have green eyes which i just think is facile i realized i didn't know i couldn't say what any of you guys eyes were and i live with sam my computer froze so if you said anything to me i didn't hear it yeah, I'll say it again. What I said before <laughs> was that I don't know what either of your eye colors are. You, Sarah, or you, Sam? I keep my pupils so big, it's actually hard to see the outer mm. rim. Because I'm very Sarah's excited. anime face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you're smelling blood in the water. Yeah, there's so much wonder in the world around me. I'm just <gasps> oh, eyes wide fucking open all day long. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know what your eyes color was, Sarah, either. I um, I was listening to the to last week's podcast, and uh, Pedro was gonna say he said he was gonna out me for something I did when I was eight, and That's I right. forgot. And I forgot that there is a thing that I did when I was eight that uh, I was maybe a little bit older, but that I feel very guilty about, and I think it's kind of a funny thing that that I did once. Where um, have you guys have you guys heard of Habo Hotel? No. Have you heard of Habba Hotel? Habba yeah. Hotel? Yes. Yeah. I have heard of this. What's that smirk, Sam? <laughs> I'm laughing because, because you have told this story to me, to Sarah and I before, but Wait, I think have I told de- it to you, Sarah? We've decided that we shouldn't we should pretend like we haven't heard stories that's before. Right. No, that's right. No, so no, no, that's why I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. And we do that right. for you, listeners. We All pretend right, we didn't already hear it. Okay, now I say, humiliated. Please, say the story. But let me get say something the on the record. Let me get something on the record. First of all, don't pretend that you've heard that you haven't heard stories. You've heard. 
If you've heard the story, just say yeah. I've heard that, it. that prerogative came from your came from lips you. themselves. But it's funny. Right? It's like we're letting Felipe embarrass himself in front of us by like wow. he gets to indulge himself again and again and again. That's always acting as like, I've told the first you the story, time. Sarah. About the Habba Hotel? Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> I, I really don't remember. See, but Sarah I hasn't heard it, bitch. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, I can listen to you tell it again. I haven't figured out it, Or we can let Sam tell it if he's heard it before, and then you want to tell the story. Unless Felipe would do a bit funnier. I don't know. Um, do you want to see how well a job I can do, Felipe? <laughs> yeah, tell it. You tell my you story. Tell it. Great. <laughs> okay. So when Felipe was eight years old, he was playing this game in Argentina with his cousins <laughs> called Habba Hotel, but he was using their account. And in Habba Hotel, you can buy furniture. For like hobo points or something like that. The kind of specifics of the economics of this are, are a little bit lost on me. But apparently his cousins were doing some sort of scam where they were like telling kids to give them money and they would buy like furniture and stuff for the hobo hotel. But like not reimbursing the kids or not giving them back the furniture or something. And it was this big scam that Felipe's cousins, who were like 13 years old, were doing. And Felipe logged onto their account one time and he like accidentally gave some user like the password to their account or something like that. And their their account was like completely robbed of all this furniture. Which that, they had like, looted had taken already. From the a people. number of months and like had I guess exchanged like real money or something to like get. Wow. And his and then he rather than telling he like jetted and like left the city back from the states <laughs> and moved to the United States with his family, told his parents that they had to. <laughs> I'm an exile to Connecticut. Yeah, I'm, like a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, like a, an exile of a government that's persecuting me. Yeah, that's mostly true. It was funny. Yeah, they just like they had this. Basically, you could pay real money to get hobo money and then buy furniture. It was like a chat room where you could make like you had a little cartoon character. It's like a virtual chat room and uh, you would buy this furniture, but they would scam kids like kids that were younger than them. They'd be like, hey, you want to trade this? And then they would open up the trade window. The kid would give them a furniture, a fernie, and then they would like close the trade window and leave. And slowly with with like the collaboration of other it, this was in Latin America. So they had these this kind of uh, Latin American wide like I think they like collaborated with this like Colombian kid. Slowly they built like like what I can only describe as a sort of empire, like a mafia empire. And this isn't a joke, but they had rooms that were casinos. Um, there were certain Fernie in the game that were slot machines. So they had like a bunch of casinos. Um, wow. with really expensive Fernie and the and the, tr the scam was people would come to the casino play and then if they lost the person who had played the game would give them the Fernie but if they won if someone won they would just kick them out of the room so they had this like huge totally illegitimate empire and one day they like gave me their password and I thought hey I'm gonna I'm gonna hook them up with some real American like I'm going to show them like what we do here in America. Like, and so I, I tried to download this software that would like, <laughs> I don't even remember what, like sort of streamline operations or something, but it was a scam. It was a software that like read your keystrokes and, um, wow. I, I got my keystrokes red and they lost wow. everything. Eight years old and you got your keystrokes red. I got my keystrokes that's red. Young. Hard. That's young to get that. Yeah, with that wake up. And I mm. found out much later. I, I wasn't in touch with them for a while, but I found out much later when I visited that it was like a traumatic event at their house. 
Mm. What does that mean? Well, my cousins had a life where, and I, I was there to sort of see it, but when they were like 10 to 13 to 15, especially in the summers when there wasn't school, they would wake up at 12 in the afternoon, like 12, you know, at noon, get a breakfast and then go to like a cyber cafe. And then they would just be at the cyber cafe until like two in the morning or one in the morning. Mm. And so like the computer was their life. Um, and so this was, they'd put a lot of work into, into this, into this scam. I and feel I'm, that. And another funny thing that was that when <laughs> I, I was already in the U S and they, um, they had this thing going, I tried to rat them out to the website a bunch of times. Cause I was like, this is bad. What they're doing is bad. Wow, so uncool of you. So bad, so uncool, so uncool. Did you try to talk to them first and like teach them about you know the ethics of gamesmanship and stuff before you went to the adults to tell on them, or you just immediately sold them out? Uh, maybe I did say, hey, I think this is bad, but they didn't care. Mm. So when they say it was a traumatic event, like, did you get any details? Mm. Like, was there what? I'm sure there was crying. I'm sure it was like you know three teenage boys crying. Yeah, yeah, and, this, and imagine explaining to their parents what happened. No, this you know? happened in my house when I was a kid because my brother were really into playing RuneScape, and my brother was extremely good at it and um, had lots of money and took armor and all this stuff. And he got um, lured, you know, in the game we called it being lured uh, into the wilderness, which is the only like area in the game where you could um, kill other. Uh, yeah players right and um he like some people were like oh we should go out into the wilderness together you know as a team and find other weaker players and kill them but they were actually tricking my brother and they killed him and they took all his stuff and he got off the computer after that happened and just cried and cried inconsolably and my parents just couldn't like what could they possibly do it's so asinine to watch your kid like freaking out over something like that it's just like you are stupid but i have to i have to comfort you and they have to ask these questions like are you sure there isn't any way you can get the stuff back can you yeah. you know can we send an email can we yeah. do you know who it Don't was can you send questions. a message and yeah. explain yeah and i just remember watching it you know as a sister the only other person in the household who has any understanding of like the game what it means how this works like and it just was heartbreaking to witness something as pathetic as this <laughs> so sad it's yeah. true can't think of a more pathetic a more pathetic thing that could happen to you damn but also you know from the mind of a child like i imagine traumatic you're out in the wood your little abby's out in the woods yeah, out in and the it scary gets woods killed. they make yeah, it look scary yeah totally totally yeah. well while we're talking about sort of internet things that people care about at different times in their lives if carly's in the chat carly's going mega viral on twitter this week did you guys see carly's tweet Wait, no what is she yes, tweet about the cousin one yeah the cousin Wait, what one the fuck? i don't know this well you don't know this uh, let me look uh, at it. should i pull it up you want to pull it up I mean, yourself? should I pull it up on the screen? Yeah, pull it up on the screen. Pull it up on the screen. Oh, boy. Okay. We're, keep talking. We're keep about... talking while I pull this Because shit people say they go viral. What do you think it means to go viral? You got to get a thousand faves, more than a thousand. Um, oh, yes, I did see this tweet. I thought it was very funny. How many faves does it have? 171,000 last I looked at it. 182K. Wow. Yeah. I was there's another tweet of Carly's today that I like, but I can't remember. But I think Carly exemplifies a kind of voice that I think is admirable on Twitter of like the like sort of sweet, funny person. Yeah. They like they make uh like poignant, sweet observations. Let me read it I, out loud. And Carly, you don't yeah. I guess now we're reading it out loud. Quote Help your cousin get more folding chairs from the garage. <laughs> 
the cousin, colon, and then there's a picture of Robert Pattinson, and you can see that he's in the middle of the kitchen, there's wood flooring, and he looks kind of like a dirt bag. Sort of his, dopey, dopey expression on his face. His hands yeah. are sort of mid, a kind of fast movement so that they've become blurred. Yes, he looks confused. And, and, he's, and he's in like a overhead lit middle class looking kitchen. So he looks completely not famous at all. And like your cousin. Yes. Yeah. So, so if Carly, if you could sound off in the chat about how you realized, you know, this was going to be a huge hit and right, that you had you to look, tweet it right away. When you looked at this picture, did you think, I know just what this guy looks like? <laughs> Yeah, so answer that lots when you of, have She says lots of class discussions in the replies. That's interesting. So mm. I see some of, the, some of the most replies. He's definitely pulling out a joint in the garage before you guys head back. So true. <laughs> yeah. So true. People are like, is it class or is it race so, with this tweet? <laughs> I always say, that's that vampire dude from Twilight. <laughs> and then the uh, gif of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio when he points at the screen in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Somewhere. So Carly, this is the author of this very famous tweet, says, LOL, yes, I have cousins who look like this. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Carly has cousins who look like that. Oh, it's mm. funny. So he's uh, so the first he's definitely pulling out a joint in the garage before you guys head back. And then Carly replied. So this is the most well-rated reply. Carly replied to two hands that are like, oh. praise. Yeah. Praise. Oh. Praise to your reply. <laughs> praise well, to your reply, Boston Donut. What, what it suggests, Carly, <laughs> is that other people on Twitter have cousins who look like that. And how um, can that so be? It, yeah, it's it gets to this sort of this kind of paradox, but also a truth about comedy is that the things that you think are very specific to you, when you say them out loud and in as as specific a way, people th think, oh, this is that's like me, and it you realize it's universal. Check yes, this out. Check this out. Right. Some some controversy exploded in the uh, in the so the first so soup says that kitchen is so depressing. So the kitchen is kind of, it's sort of like a, it's just kind of like Sam said, a middle-class kitchen. And then someone else goes, bro, it's a regular fucking kitchen. Who cares? But the comment that says that kitchen is so depressing has 2,000 faves. 2.2K. 2.2K. And then bro, it's a regular fucking kitchen. Who cares? 228 likes. Yeah. And then the next one, honestly, I swear these comments are so weird and shamey. And then hmm. the next person goes, the privilege really jumped out. So now we're getting into the weeds here. <laughs> Wait, scroll okay. down further so we can see it on the screen. Uh, well, then, oh, so whoever, whoever, whoever was having this conversation deleted their tweets in shame. They and then knew... someone just says, there's nothing wrong with it, I yeah. assume, mm. you know, about the kitchen. So. Carly mm. says here that people identified as the cousin, which uh, is interesting. Mm. So One you, is either... you're a cousin and you saw that and you thought, yep, that's me. I'm going to retweet it. <laughs> I wish that that was my primary self-identification. I'm a cousin before everything. <laughs> I've been waiting on a cousin tweet to, to retweet. I wake up and I think about my cousins and how I'm going to be a better you know, cousin to my cousins. You know, how, you, know how people, you know how people go like, you know how people like, you know, women are, you know, these are mothers. These are sisters. Mm. These, yes. It's like, yes. it's like these, we are, we are all cousins. These are cousins. cousins. Second cousins. Sound off uncles. Cousins. Your story is being told. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Mm. That's funny. Well, then I also bring it up because we had a viral tweet from one of our very own people on the podcast. Uh, yes. Sam. Sam had a viral tweet this week also. Can we pull that up? 
Oh, okay. All right. But I guess I guess I'm I'm the I'm the Jamie uh, from Joe Rogan of this podcast. Well, Sam's tweet. Maybe I should have done Sam's tweet first because compared to Carly's, it's real. It's not you know. Yeah, no. Mega viral. So Sam tweeted. There's not as much stuff being kind of fired off in the head when you read it. So Sam tweeted. Uh, let's see if I can kind of get it on the uh, on the screen. It's not looking so good. Let's see there. He wrote, I hope that the vaccine Oh well, Yeah, it's not it's not coming on the screen. <laughs> I hope I hope that the vaccine is a gummy, says Sam Lanier, and his Avi is his face, but he's got two little bulging eyeballs. I, I let's see, say that again. I hope that the vaccine is a gummy. Sam. So tell us about coming up with that, where that came from. Yeah. Well, I was on a Zoom call this morning with my family and one of my cousins, interestingly enough, who doesn't look like Carly's cousin, um, she said she's working at a facility that's trying to create a vaccine. And I said, oh, can you make it a little gummy? And mm. and uh, she chuckled. And then I thought, I thought, oh, that's funny. And then I tweeted it this morning. And my first tweet was when the I hope the vaccine when it comes out is a little gummy. That's watermelon flavored. And it mm. got no, like it got two likes. I saw that. Likes. I saw that. I saw that. Yes, wow. I saw that. And the, the difference likes. is not but seven or eight words. Yes. Wow. And Felipe didn't like that one, which we'll we'll, we'll get to in a second. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> then I thought, oh no, it's funnier to say less, and you let the other people do the riffing. That's right. And so I said, I deleted, it and I said, I hope the vaccine is a gummy, and, and then. It got kind of steadily likes. Kelly Cooper was the first to retweet it. So thank you to Kelly Cooper. And then right at about 4 p.m. today, it just started just started zooming. Wow. And it's as Felipe has gone viral before as well. Sarah, I don't know if you've gone viral, but never. It, it is, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, there's a moment where it really like takes off and then your phone is just vibrating for like the next like three hours. Wow. Wow. And how does that feel like? Like it's all been worth it all these years. It feels, yeah. It's yeah, happening. it's all come together. I texted my mom and I said, Mommy, I went <gasps> viral. <laughs> and I she's made replied, it. Cool. <laughs> wow, that vibration. I would keep that right up in my, my pocket, right up against my thigh and just feel totally. it all day long. Yeah, and I, and I walk around and I said, mm. I'm a comedian in my head the whole time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hope the vaccine is a gummy. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, normally a cause to celebrate, viral tweet, but Sam... Sam turned it into into a culture war issue. Yeah. Sam twisted it into his into his little narcissistic petty tit for tat. No, I don't think that's a fair way to describe mm. it. Sam Sam turned it into going. Sam turned it into he 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 crunched it through his capitalist his 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 capitalist no self care no self love. Wow. Sort of grooming philosophy. So his, his his fucked up, totally neoliberal mindset. I didn't know that you were capable of that, Sam. And, what did and you do? And pointed it right at me like a he weaponized it. He weaponized the tweet at me. Sam, mm. do you want to just say what you did, Sam? <laughs> what I did to Felipe was when we were on the <laughs> podcast, when we were getting ready to do this podcast, I I said, oh, one of my Sarah asked. What's everyone going to talk about today? 
And then I mentioned, oh, well, one of my tweets is going viral right now. And Felipe acted surprised, or he was, I think, genuinely surprised. And I said, oh, but my, my friend Felipe hasn't liked it. And that that's bummed me out. Or and my two friends, Will and Felipe, man, haven't liked it. all the faves it. in the world, practically, this man has, but not the two that matter most. I know, exactly. And, and I brought it up. I think as as a call out, but also jokingly, but it's true that, you know, Twitter is really not, at least for me, an experience of interacting with strangers. It's an experience of interacting really with like my best friends and the people I know. And Felipe huh. is on Twitter five times as much as I am. And I rarely get likes from him. I rarely get likes from him. In, in, in his defense, he says he doesn't see them. He doesn't see the tweets. It's true. Folks. No, and I, I'm not. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna. You know, I really don't. I was looking through your feed, and I was like, all of the tweets I haven't liked, I've never seen before. So either the algorithm's not putting them in front of me. I don't know what's happening, man. I don't know what's happening. I saw the gummy watermelon tweet. I thought, hey, this is good. I know Sam can do better. That's all. <laughs> so I'm not gonna fave it. I didn't so I'm see not the vaccine. I hope the vaccine is a gummy tweet. I didn't see it. And then I there's other ones that I just read through your thing. I was like, I've never let, let's look through your thing. I have to say there's a philosophy at work here, which is that you know, you see stuff your friends do and you think, oh, that's not as funny as uh Richard Pryor you know, doing stand-up comedy or like, that's not the funniest thing I've ever seen, but it's my friend and I'm going to support my friend. And there's that philosophy. And then there's the other philosophy, which is I only like the stuff I like. Well, and I, this is how I think about it. You're my friend. <laughs> I want to encourage you to be the best you can be. So if I know you can <laughs> do better, love. I'm going to push you to do yeah. better, Sam. Maybe. If I know you can do better, I'm going to push you to do better. I'm not going to like a bad tweet just to coddle you. I know we live in the age of the participation trophy, Sam, but that's not what I'm going to give you. <laughs> but, but, but Felipe, do you wow. notice? Let me ask you this. Do you notice that I like your tweets? I notice when you like them, but you don't like every tweet I tweet. Do you like every tweet I tweet? That's, no, I don't. And, and I don't. beyond the like in the sense of the little heart, do you like every tweet I tweet? I don't think... I see every tweet you tweet. Oh, but you don't but see it. How come you don't, you don't see every tweet? That's, that's the difference, Felipe, is because I I'm on the site. I think a lot less. But the experience, Felipe, too, is is like I'll tweet something, and then like five minutes later, I'll get a message from you, which is like you sharing a tweet with me that you think is funny, and I think I think oh, Felipe's on here. Like he's on this site, so he's like. He must have seen it or something. Sure, but the the algorithm might not bring it up to me. He's seen it. What I'm gonna do, Sam? Every time I go on Twitter, I'm gonna look up your name. I'm gonna go to your feed. I'm gonna start giving you some love. I'm gonna start giving you some encouragement. Wow, you better, man. I I and I. The last thing, dear listeners, is I retweeted one of Felipe's <laughs> tweets today before wow. I went viral. Wow. Okay. Wow. Good friend till the end. Very kind yeah. of him. Wow. And yeah. what was that tweet? What did that say? <laughs> what did it say? That tweet is funny. Uh, it said, I'm going to, let me just, I'm going to pull it up so I can get the right wording. Man. 
about to groom a cold Bud Light, if you know what I'm saying. Bomb, horrifically. <laughs> no seven likes. And I thought it was going to do really well. You retweeted seven likes. I think it's funny. Yeah. And I, it is funny also to imagine when you go viral, there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, let's check out this guy's account. Yeah. <laughs> go, that's the thing that's retweeted. This guy's a really good friend. I yeah. mean, I think if they did, if they did check out your account, they, they definitely, I mean, I have proof there that they definitely didn't like the tweet that I tweeted. <laughs> yeah no i i think it's just funny because it expresses perhaps like a an abhorrent sort of worldview so uh, maybe i think that's, that's what's meaning. funny about it yes 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 yeah i wanted to put this on instagram but i didn't that i thought it was funny um sometimes felipe will send his tweet drafts to me and sam before he tweets them and uh a couple weeks ago you sent us one that i think said um it was a draft that said <laughs> quote wear your mask and then underneath it was like the quote was adolf hitler was saying it <laughs> and um he decided on his own before i even said that's not really that funny uh not to tweet it um and not because it's offensive it's just like it's not really funny um but then i saw the other day that you tweeted an adolf hitler tweet that was doing pretty well and i was like oh it's so gratifying to know that he found it like his whatever what was the what well, hitler the, tweet did so you the use first to? tweet the original tweet was i thought it would be funny to tweet um this is the daily show with adolf hitler and i tweeted that and it just bombed nobody liked it <laughs> and then i had friends say to me don't tweet that it's not it's not okay i don't think it's like particularly problematic but at the very least it wasn't funny enough to get any likes and what did I tweet about Adolf Hitler the other day? I can't even remember. I can't remember what it was, but it was something people well, seem to like. It was, no, because there. I think like Joe Biden was like, wear your dang mask. That was the line. Wear oh, your that's... dang mask. <laughs> and I thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I said, if I wrote that and then I said Adolf Hitler said that. But not funny enough. Kind of stupid. What did I say about Hitler? Uh... Damn. I wish I could remember. I took a screenshot of it. I'll, I'll look. Um... But it was something like that. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, well, you know, oh, there it is, Carly Marulli. She liked my latest tweet. Happy to see it. Carly Marulli, a, a, a great liker, an avid liker. Truth. I'll say. Facts. Oh, here's here's That's what Felipe facts, tweeted, bro. That people liked. Apparently, Ellen will be replaced. And uh, mind you, I heard this, so no confirmation. But apparently, she'll be replaced by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> And that got 17 faves, which is I think that's respectable. Funny. I think that's funny. Yeah. I think that is quite funny. Very funny. Oh, Command yeah. F. I should have just Command F'd it. I'm trying to that's find... How I found I got to put something on the YouTube, on the uh, YouTube window that we have. This this stupid job I've given myself to do live on the, uh, on the stream that... Uh, what should I put on the YouTube? 3D Mario. I'm going to just put Mario on. Um... And wow. 64. Well, I'll say this. This is the way that I use Twitter. I'm not really on it. I think I have maybe six tweets, and one of them is a defense of Seth Simon saying, I don't think that he's a sex pest. <laughs> 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 and, sex pest uh, Seth. <laughs> I, I, every time uh, he tweets, I want to tweet that at him, but um, it, it would, I just don't think that the irony would come through. So No, probably not. It would just be sort of in, a, in an ocean of other people calling him a sex pest. Sex pest yeah. So I got the Twitter. I got the Twitter originally to follow Seth's tweets because Seth's my good friend and he tweets all the time and he was always sending me links to Twitter that wouldn't open because I didn't have an account. So I got one. And now I really only use it to read um, 
tweets that you guys send me over message. And if I don't have a message, I just will close Twitter because I'm like, well, I don't even know what to look at on here. So it's fun. It's a fun app. You should get on it. It's a fun little uh, video game. I uh, I was telling you guys this, but I I've been I had kind of a funny day the other day where I woke up and then I became like obsessed with finding this person from my old college life. Oh, this yeah. like woman that I very that I kind of briefly dated, and I was like, I have to find her, and I couldn't. She's like not online. Um, couldn't hmm. find her anywhere, and like the fact that it was. I mean, there's like one chance that she's like not replying to me because I have this phone number and I like texted it, but she's I don't even she's not hasn't doesn't reply. So I'm like, maybe she doesn't want to. But I don't there's no reason she wouldn't like we were friendly. And I'm like, maybe she like moved to Europe or something. But the (laughs) fact that she's like not on social media. What? Like, There's no Internet there. I mean, that's what I was chuckling yeah, about. There's yeah, no once phone. they're in Europe, they're not findable. It's the <laughs> last no sort of place a man can disappear. <laughs> she could have. There's, there's, she can't. She had a phone number. She doesn't have any social media. And it makes no, her it. so... It, it makes her so mysterious to me. And all the more compelling. And Yes. Yeah. But I don't think Why I'll did you want to find her? I don't know. I don't know. When we dated, I had a good time and I liked her. And uh, mm. and then I thought, I'd like to see her again. But she's not on social media. I tried LinkedIn. Humiliating to send a message on LinkedIn that says, I want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> was that what the message would be? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I want yeah. to see you again. <laughs> yeah. You know. But I don't check yeah. my LinkedIn. New York. I don't check my LinkedIn ever. So I don't know if she would see it. Mm. That's funny. I think that's also one of my weaknesses as a person who dates is that uh, when I want to be dating someone, I never look to the future or the unknown. I just look into the past and think of like someone who was in a (laughs) philosophy class with me three years ago who spoke Chinese. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I should have. Totally. You're like like, like those movie studios that are like, why don't we just reboot? Let's just reboot. Yeah. You're trying to reboot old crushes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We can't bank on anything yeah. that's not tested. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to risk it on a new crush. Work. You just gotta reboot something from the nineties. There's gotta be something back there. You could be dating like Jeff Bezos or something if you're looking into the future, you know? Or mm-hmm. a robot. Mm-hmm. Or someone in parquet <laughs> courts or something. Yeah. Ooh, one of the yeah, many parquet courts members. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are like 40, but um, 40 <laughs> it's like a big old, ska but, band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they are 40. They are years 40, old. yeah, but it would have been funnier really to say that, that there's 40 of them. I think they're old. I think their drummer is young, maybe is our age or younger, but He's then four. the rest the are The drummer old. is four and everyone else is 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very progressive. Um, it would be cool to date <laughs> someone in parquet courts or a big band. Yeah, it would be cool to a specific group of people who knew who listened to parquet chords would think that was cool. It's true. You don't think a lot of people listen to them? I don't know. Sound off in the comments if you don't listen to parquet chords so we have a sense. Listen, I'll say it again. If you're in the comments, please sound off. We love to get the little comments. We haven't been <laughs> reading them. Off. We have not. <laughs> pop off. Pop the fuck off. 
You have no idea what it means just to get a comment. Every time I get one, it's like it makes my day. We should read them out loud. Ask some questions. You know, if you got some questions, you know when you know when kids on YouTube are like, "Hi, this is my channel. If you have any ideas mm-hmm. for what I should do, please send me some ideas." It's like, what it's- the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think of what you want to do. Feld Frog says, "Surf culture forever." Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Big time. Big time. If you, oh, I want to you, talk about this about um, which parquet courts reminds me of because they're sort of older people who are still cool to younger people. I was thinking about being excited for like the real Raisin Man show to come back. Listeners, oh, if you didn't know this, we yeah. started out as a, we were a live show back when there used to be live shows, and uh, it was a show in the back of a warehouse in Bushwick that was in like a 360 skateboarding bowl. Um, totally unsuitable place to have a show, but that was what was sort of cool about it. And then we'd have a DJ party afterwards and the DJ music was, um, you know, not listenable to the uninitiated. <laughs> and that was like a, oh, don't a say cool that. thing about it. No, it was, it was extremely good. <laughs> it was extremely uh, listenable. <laughs> it was extremely listenable if you're cool and know what's up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was just like a cool, we, we did it to make it be a cool thing. And then I was imagining like how many years will have to go by until we can do the show again. And we're like, 33 like trying yeah. to have like throw a warehouse party for 22 so year olds lame. like yeah, it's we just, so so uncool yeah yeah i remember going to a, a part uh a comedy show at throne watches and it was like julio torres was there and like caper lant and john early and they're like in they were like in their 30s early 30s when they when i saw them and i thought this is incredibly cool so you never know, Sarah. It's true, but in yeah, order, I, I feel, think I feel like in order. Wait, what are you gonna say? It's like the throwing a party element of it. Like you can still be a cool individual, but trying to like make a scene party when you're older is like sad. Let me tell you, if John Early invited me to a party, I'd go, <laughs> dude. And you wouldn't have fun because everyone would be. T- yes, I would. Because everybody would be in their thirties, and you'd be like, uh, I don't know. I, it would be cool. I w- and I would have fun, Felipe. I would drink a lot, and I would have yeah, fun. Yeah, you'd, and yeah, I would you'd drink dance. a lot. You'd, no one would like you. You'd just be like blackout. I think. I think. Yeah, I was definitely still, at least at that moment, in a like, oh, I want to grow up, or I want, to, and I want to be in this scene, and it's cool, you know. Well, what I was gonna say is that when you get to be thirty, you can be cool at thirty, but I think you have to like, uh. You or you can be cool as you enter your thirties for sure, but the older you get, I think in order to be cool, you have to give up certain things. You know, like you have to find a new way forward. You cannot hang on to the old way. You can't totally. hang on to the old way, and also it's like I think it's like hard if you want to have a family. Like being cool is all about like you know you gotta be hitting the books all the time. You gotta be looking at what's cool. You gotta be like finding out what's cool. And if you're like having a family, you're gonna you're not gonna have that time. So if you don't want to have a family, but then it's like you still got to hit the books because you're not, you know, there's like a lot more work, I think. Hit the books. You're not done. You think, you know, now. Yeah. You think you can just listen to parquet courts and then now you're set now because then you're hanging on to that and you're 33. That's sad. You can't be talking I about don't... pavement forever. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Or... Conversely, though, I think it's it's also there's a kind of un like sadness too of people who are in their like. 30s or 40s and they're trying to talk to me about something that i think is cool you think that that's lame 
Yeah. Like yeah. I don't I actually I don't think hitting the books is necessarily the the course of action no, it's to true. remain cool. Do you guys have you ever guys have you guys ever seen like Gary Vaynerchuk videos? Of course. Have you heard mm. you yeah. I love Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk's like a motivational social media influencer who does like business culture. How you can like uh what's it called? Smash smash goals. Yeah. And um become a how self-made millionaire. Yeah, real funny guy. Like um we're just a weirdo, just a real freakazoid and like just just says things with as as if he was dropping like big truth bombs and to some extent they are kind of truth bombs, but then he'll say things that are like so fucking stupid and he'll just say them like we're all gonna die keep that in mind <laughs> you know he's like he's like hey. if you ever if you ever like losing motivation remember we're all gonna die mm. and then he like looks he like he'll be talking to someone and he's like and he's like where do you think you'll be in five years You just like a silence. Just a silence. Yeah. He just does that. Like he, he's a real like pregnant pause kind of guy. But uh, why the fuck am I bringing up? Oh yeah, because he he's like really like trying hard to be tuned in. And I think in some ways he's like, I don't know. He had this he had this picture where he was on the Amtrak, like in a in a, like a sweatsuit, and he was like listening to Trippy Red. He's really into like Trippy Red and all these like SoundCloud rappers. And I was like, this does not look cool. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that it means you have to keep up with like exactly whatever people who are seventeen are into, but you gotta keep keeping up with something or know something, something. new. Something. Yeah. yeah. I always thought the coolest parents were the parents who were like really into like like birds or like how the weather worked or they knew yeah. could tell you a lot about like coral reefs and stuff. And I was like, this is a person I can hang out with. They're genuine. They have like genuine interests and they, they're not, it doesn't have to be like pop culture stuff. No, it's true. The only way to be cool as you get older is to like, just like some weird thing and then just really just honestly it. like it. Just like it for yeah. real. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. want to emphasize again that the music at, at Raisin Man was good and that Jake was a wonderful yeah. yeah, you know, every night was different. We were figuring it out. Um, we're getting some questions. Do you consider any pods your rival? No, I don't think we. I don't think we. We even touch anyone's ankles. We're not. We're no. nothing. We're nobody. No. Uh, what else? Edie doesn't like Gary V either. Cool. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's a funny guy. If you ever get, if you want to, his videos are really funny. Just listening to him talk and like, he really like touches people. Like people are really moved by everything he says. Um, this is, you know, oh, it's Ian's watching. Awesome. Yeah, but he's just a funny dude. Funny dude. Oh, whoa, it's Ian. Hell yeah. Sick. That's funny because I was thinking like, why would Edie know even about Gary Vaynerchuk? That's funny. Um, well, because he's from I Jersey. Wanted- Ah, no, I meant Edie. Why would Edie? Like, that's like the last thing. She wouldn't even watch it. I feel like she would not like that kind of person I guess what I was so trying much. to suggest is that, well, because Edie's from uh, upstate, or right? Or she's from New York State. Yeah, yeah. I feel she's like Jersey, Nyack. New York State, you know, there's a kind of... Her, her parents kind of are... Kind of affinity. Oh, no, her parents from Long Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take it back, Sam. Take it back whatever <laughs> shit you were about to say. <laughs> no, I, I realized I made the same mistake you made. Which was what? <laughs> To confuse where Edie's Edie's from. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Well, I wanted to say this about um, business culture. Uh, I'm watching this TV show, Selling Sunset, that I, I don't think I've talked about on the podcast before. It's a Netflix reality show that's about um, the real estate market in Los Angeles, and it centers on this one brokerage firm that's run by like two short, bald twin brothers and then a staff of like incredibly hot uh, women in their 30s. And it's like a girl boss show where like you'd think these women would be sort of like dumb and uninteresting and like trophy wives, but they're actually like wheeling and dealing and selling like $10 million houses in Los Angeles. And the show is funny because it like was really popular when it came out like a year ago on Netflix. And so they obviously just like made a bunch more of it, like as fast as they possibly could. And they've been releasing it throughout the quarantine. So like the second season came out at the beginning of quarantine and a third season came out just like this past week. And it's so funny and eerie to watch it because it's like in the Selling Sunset universe, coronavirus never happened and the world just continues the way it used to because it seems as if it's like playing out like over the summer because they filmed it I guess a year ago and it's just so like sweet and I love being in the little world of like these women and like their paradise and there's no nothing to worry about what if they just like kept releasing season after season <laughs> inexplicably yeah. coronavirus hasn't happened yeah, and you're like wait they must have run women. out of footage and then suddenly yeah. like, like they have one season where they're like in LA but they're taking this like maglev train across the state and you're like wait we don't that doesn't exist <laughs> or yeah. there's like or there's like or like sort of lizard aliens that start buying houses and you're like wait what was that yeah yeah, it like and no one at Netflix can talk about it or explain it, but it's like it's a window into another world. That'd be folks. a nice little Stephen King short story. The reality totally. show that went on in a different world. And they're in a, it's in a biodome. They're in a biodome when they're at the beach. Bro, we're about That's to get a freaking biodome. Hot summer in history. Oh yeah. Except for in the Middle Ages, the Middle Ages had a heat peak and it's actually solar flares that are causing the heat in the so it's okay. Bro, I was getting some biodome earlier this week. <laughs> this is the kind of joke I Very wish I could nice. laugh out out loud. But I, I get it. It's funny. But... <laughs> a little joke. It's a sweet little joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Branson. My, my Branson. Um, sister's uh, boyfriend is in the military, and I keep asking if he ever gets to like train in a biodome in like Alaska or something. And I don't think he ever does. But he he might get stationed in like Tokyo sometime. But I I'd like to know what the most future high tech thing is that the U.S. military does, and I'm always trying to ask him. And one time he said, I asked him this, what's what's the thing the U.S. military is most like worried about? What are like people talking about? And this was a while ago. This was like a year ago. He says the Arctic. He, people in the military are really worried about the Arctic like popping off as like a conflict zone because there's so much oil in the Arctic mm. and it's in a part of the world that's like between a bunch of countries. And the, so it's the jurisdiction of who owns what isn't exactly clear. And it's also going to create a lot of shipping lanes between Canada and the U S and like Russia and all those countries. Cause it's so much quicker to like go across the top. So as the Arctic melts, it will become like a shipping route. 
That's wild. That, should... That's wild that in their projections of what will happen, everything else stays the same. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. They're when the ar- worried, when the right. when the entire Arctic melts, that's gonna be tough because it'll create a new shipping route. <laughs> Nothing else will change. Yeah. Everything else will be quite the same, except the Arctic will have melted, and there will be a new shipping route to fight over. <laughs> that's yeah, I can't think of anything else that kind of worries me about that situation. <laughs> yeah, there. They have absolutely childish, like, board game yeah. logic. Yeah, heads. the Arctic melts. We're going to have to put cannons all around there. Uh- <laughs> I have to leave two guys there once it melts if I want to continue getting the resources from that part of the map. <laughs> There's going to be a new resource, which is ice. And uh, that one, the ice resource. Man, bleak, bleak. You're going to say something, Sarah? Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh... No, I thought what you said was very funny, so I don't think you should be sorry. I think um, what I was going to say is that I think that they should be worried about people not personally liking them because I feel like a lot of people don't and it's something that I worry about. And uh, people like me more than I think they like the military. So You think that That's when the military guys are on Twitter and they see people being like, a cab, but that includes the military. They're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> or they know people are gonna put the pieces together sooner or later that the military is the super police. People, so, people are yeah. about to wise up. People yeah. are about to wise up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, they're like when I read a tweet that's like, you know where it'll be like I'll think about what this joke is that I was gonna do. But what you know, Sam, you were saying you're saying like what's the most futuristic thing in the army and i could imagine that like probably they're having a lot of issues where like a sergeant will come around and you'll be like all right listen up now we're all gonna be logging in every all of the bullets onto an app and everyone's (laughs) like i don't want to do it it's more they told us it's more efficient that way and now every time that they want to shoot a bullet they have to log it into an app and everyone's like fuck this yeah, app yeah, it's work. like working at a startup. Yeah. It's like yeah. once you recruited in the military, it's like, all right, so we're gonna make you like a Slack account, and also you're gonna get on Quibbly yeah. and make <laughs> yeah. an account there. Yeah, let me set you and up on your Harvest, and let me yeah. set you up on Gusto now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be like, Man. and they'll be like in the hot in a hot combat zone, and they'll be like, fuck my fucking my 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 bullety account isn't opening up. I don't remember the. Pa- I have too many passwords. The password is too strong, and I can't and I can't shoot this guy. So bullety is just for like general comments and stuff, and just wanting to like connect with colleagues. But like, if you have like a specific work question, you might want to message that through like Ma- Microsoft 365. Yeah, guys, don't right? don't fuck around on Snipe. Snipe is just for business. Okay, start a new thread. Man. We are laughing, listeners, because we are imagining a world in which that were true. They are speaking as if they are living in that world. <laughs> I hadn't thought about yeah. that. <laughs> yes. I hadn't thought about that. That's, that's where the, the humor concept. is coming from. Yeah. There's what a difference what if that and the gap between real? our reality and that reality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What if that so was if real? <laughs> that's what that's the that's that classic stand-up comedian uh line he goes hey have you ever thought about what if this was real and then they say the premise yes <laughs> that's right yeah, what if this was real 
That's a, how you write a perfect <laughs> joke. Yeah. <laughs> that formula. Yeah. You ask, yeah. what if this other thing was real? <laughs> Sarah, have you, has anyone ever immediately not liked you and it's really concerned you? As a famously well liked person? Um, so someone ever, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I people have not have not liked me before. They were, I think, this because they didn't understand what I, <laughs> who I really am and what I'm actually like. If you don't like, but, yeah. Okay. If you don't, you like who you think that you don't like who I, you think I am. I've yeah. always said that if if you really understood what someone was saying, you would agree with it. You know when people are like, I understand, <laughs> but I don't agree, and I think no. If you understood yes. what they were saying, you would agree with it. Same with you. If they, if they knew who you were, they would like you. That's exactly right. I do worry about the effect of this podcast on my likability, you know, fielding questions like that. As I've expressed this anxiety before is uh, embarrassing for for my personal brand. Um, Why? Because you're going to divulge something that's embarrassing or uh, or it's unlikable to talk about being generally likable. I think that's like off putting uh and and sort of weird. Yeah, but yeah. talking about the tweets re- and reading the tweets that have gone viral <laughs> that we've mm. tweeted is is also okay. <laughs> I think that's really okay, and especially because look, Nick Cage fan just got on the stream and said that they were reminded to get on because they saw your viral tweet and they missed our whole discussion, presumably of that viral tweet. You gotta listen back to the recording. Yo, I'm not gonna say what it was. I just sometimes think about the conversations we have before the podcast. But we had a conversation before the stream started that if you could hear it. <laughs> Ooh, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Sarah and Sam. Then you would do. Uh, no. I think so. Oh, Give no, me a I hint. don't. Uh, I'm <laughs> I actually don't. Yeah. It was the one about. Why'd you say I think so? <laughs> it was the thing about uh, uh, recording. Yes, 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 yes. Damn! Yes. If people could have heard that conversation. <sighs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Plucked from that conversation, and this is. It, I think this is safe. I'm okay oh. sharing this. Is that I have once recorded someone giving me a blowjob and it was really not appealing when I looked it over. I felt it, it felt gross. I was like, and it made me realize there's all these ways in which sex is filmed and the things that the performers are doing in sex that make it interesting. And I didn't achieve any of those things when I filmed it. Hmm. Um, yeah, but it really is like, I remember also one time living in Providence and I walked in or I walked by the door of one of my roommates and it was open and he was having sex and I thought oh like what and I was taken aback because I, <laughs> dude, no not like that not like that it was not like that <laughs> um, and I thought oh yeah like the bodies like naked bodies actually move in all these strange ways that porn doesn't capture and when you see regular people having sex in regular ways it's like just it's different that's all Hmm. yeah and porn people are sort of like doing kind of like jumping jacks there's like kind of a kind of athleticism oh man Um, anyways I was just saying you know sometimes you have a conversation you think damn what a good what a what a juicy cut of meat here but not gonna talk about it yeah Mm. I remember my mom describing to me when 
when I was a lot younger that she was once like one of her first experiences or near first experiences of being on a computer was like or being on the internet was like stumbling upon a gay porn site and and she said and I saw these two men with massive penises and they were having sex and I remember being like I think I was like eight or nine <laughs> being kind of taken aback by the anecdote <laughs> Uh, and, and she said, and they were in this overhead light. And I remember that being a funny detail because my mom cares a lot about lighting. But overhead lighting is a, a classic, um, not f- bad move to make when filming sex. They were fucking and all around them, little sconce lighting and some recess lighting. <laughs> and there were two spotlights that raked across yes. and a blue gel to fill in, yes. to fill in the key. <laughs> A lava lamp in every corner of the room, <laughs> and a bounce, a nice bright bounce, yeah, and a be. mirror, so you could see the the the, the image. But but the mirror had a little crack on it, so that so that the image was was broken. You know? Yeah, and it was and it was like fun fun house. So everyone had a big head. <laughs> Am I eight year old? I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. wow, that sounds crazy. Sex sounds cool. <laughs> Sam, the, the second time we ever hung out, the first time we ever hung out, just the two of us, you talked about yeah, your aspiration to make a comedy porn or a funny porn. Um, uh, yeah, I, so, I think that's kind of embarrassing now. Why that you've wanted to do that? Why? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not embarrassing, but I guess I, I sort of feel like... I think it's kind of the person who thinks that's a cool idea is a lame person. <gasps> no! That's a little bit what I think. But you haven't changed all that much. This was a year ago, so... <laughs> Damn. I have changed, Sarah. All right? I bought a pair of Converse, okay? I'm wearing them now. <laughs> hmm, what is I, lame about that? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, just to like, I sometimes, I'll answer it this way, which is I sometimes look at some of the things I've posted on Instagram and I thought, oh, is this embarrassing? And it's actually, there's more sophisticated ways to be sexy on the internet and something like that. You know, it's like all the things I thought I had about sex are now, aren't actually not funny. Well, hmm. the cartoons you've been making are pretty sort of sex-centric, and I think they're pretty yes, successful. Yes, they are. And they're funny, yeah. I think they're quite funny. Um, Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I think you well, have kind gonna... of... Sorry, go. Yeah, I think you figured it out, something. But I also... The reason I even brought it up uh, was just because I think it's an interesting question of why there isn't um, funny porn, because laughing makes you feel no. not sexual, because I don't think that's true, necessarily. Well, there is funny porn. Yeah, I feel or like, like unintentionally so. funny, right? Like no, no, there's they don't like write. there's full on like comedy sort of. I mean, it's been happening, but I know that like when there was the sort of '70s like porn chic movement, there was like all this kind of tongue in cheek funny porn. Even now, there's like you know there'll be like the Scooby Doo porn, and it's like funny. It's supposed to be funny, um, hmm. but. I've never seen a lot of it's bet not. I've funny. never seen those, but they seem tacky to me. Like it doesn't seem yeah. like it would be funny in the way that we want stuff to be funny. Hmm. By the way, I just got a text from Sarah Winnick saying, uh, "Whoa, did Sam's tweet go viral?" People want to freaking hear about this shit, man. Yeah, that's exactly right. 
It did, Sarah Winnick. It did. Yeah, I'm thinking, what the hell? I've had tweets go viral. Never said a word <laughs> about that. She never that. texted you about she it? She never said a word about that. <laughs> when I did the tweet about the that green oval, well, I don't know if you guys remember, but I tweeted a green oval. went mega viral. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember, I, and I liked it. I don't think I liked it because I said, I don't know. I don't understand what this is, and I'm not going to pretend no, it's to be okay. someone I'm I not. hated it right after yeah. I tweeted it, but but I, you know. It became a reunion space for people who knew about whatever the fuck you were talking about. Yeah, it so was, was like so a sweet. real it was a real gathering place for people who had been on this one particular website in the early 2000s. My tweets are reunion for people who've ha- who've had covid. <laughs> people who like gummies. Support support groups for people who have those that horrible post viral syndrome. <laughs> Man, I saw this thing. I didn't even... Sometimes, do you ever see something on, like, in the news where you're like, I'm not going to read that. That's going to ruin my week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, a few things. A few things. Let me tell you. A few things this week. Including, the, apparently, some ice shelf... Bra- I don't want to hear about that. Breaking. Ice shelf broke. Last uh, standing ice shelf in uh, Canada. Something like that. Oh, no. Yeah, bad. But uh, it's it's horrible. It's going to create a lot of new shipping lanes. <laughs> And we're going to oh, have to keep our no. eye on those. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. That's terrible. But, um, Last thing we need. Yeah. But um, another one was, I didn't even read the article, but this was the headline. Um, quote, it looks like I'm holding a mouse. Close quote. COVID and hair loss. And I thought, oh, this is great. Just another thing, <laughs> another thing that I can be freaked out about getting COVID. Because honestly, like I could, I could almost stomach every other. Even I could even, I could even deal with a permanent the lung transplant. I could get, a, I could get a full lung, tra- have my lungs turned into melted grilled cheese. I could, yeah. I could have the, the post-viral syndrome where I basically have chronic uh, fatigue syndrome for the rest of my life. But if I lost my hair, holy moly, I could not deal with it. But luckily it left, it went out of the Twitter Explore page, so I don't have to think about it anymore. Mm. Yes. When you dyed your hair, why did you decide not to dye your mustache or your eyebrows? Uh, Do people do that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I figured... You want to put bleach on his face. I thought it would look good, and... I also feel like with, especially with a mustache, it grows so quickly and I'm always cutting it. So like, how long is that going to last? And then with the eyebrows, I like my dark eyebrows. So there's your answer. Great bitch. answer. Great answer. Sarah, so what about you? Did you think about dyeing your eyebrows when you dye your hair? I didn't think about it. I feel like, um, maybe now you can see my roots, but like my eyebrows are light enough that you would think that my hair was blonde. It's true. I maybe was going to say it does look that way. <laughs> This is a classic Sarah Wilson joke, by the way. You ask, you say, your hair looks really nice. Like, uh, like, no, no, no. You say, oh, I really liked how you dyed your hair. And she goes, no, this is my natural hair color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I pretend that this is the natural part and then I dye this part <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be brown. Yeah. <laughs> which, which people believe because I, a lot of people have never dyed their hair before, I guess, and just don't even think enough about like how that would work. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm going to dye the roots brown and then I'm going to fry the ends of my hair. <laughs> I'm just gonna, Sarah, is, is the joke like... The, what's humorous for you imagining someone being like 
wow, this woman's lying to me and I don't, or like, or, or this woman's completely delusional, but I'm not going to bring it up with her. Like, that's what's funny is to imagine um, what's going on in their head as they hear you say that. I think it's funny because people are so uncomfortable commenting on other people's right. bodies, especially women's bodies, that for someone to imply that my hair is fake and then to find out that actually it's real and that this other part is fake, I think it like makes people uh, feel very uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's what's funny about it to me. Uh, because they they feel so uncertain that they will believe me if only because they aren't sure and don't want to say something wrong. So wow, yeah. Sarah, what what yeah. an, what a an abusive joke, putting people in an impossible <laughs> situation, humiliating it, it, them, it reminds me of another them. one of yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of another one of Sarah's favorite jokes, which is to say do you know this when someone says do you know this thing and they describe like a really regular thing or it's like oh you know how you're like eating breakfast in the morning and then sarah wilson goes no what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i think that that's funny also <laughs> yeah um yeah, I think it's funny because uh, like Caroline, especially Caroline never fucking listens to the podcast, so she won't hear this. But she always says, um, you know what I mean, as a verbal tick at the end of her sentences. And it's always following something like so anodyne, so normal that like to say, do you know what I mean? It's like almost an insult, I feel like, to the listener oh, as if she Caroline has just like imparted something. Appar what? No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this has been Caroline. Wow, that's so funny. Hey, dude. <laughs> I'm frustrated by the fact that everyone has these aliases that don't have their name. Uh, yeah, that's really funny. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think I was really saying anything fucked up, but Caroline has that verbal tick. Well, Sam. Hey, thanks for listening, she, dude. She said that you and you, her and William should do a collab because I think they're trying to do comedy porn. Oh, that's right. Right. Yes, 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 yes. You could be the sort. You right. would be sort of the leading man, and they'd be the character actors, so to speak. You'd be the straight man, I and they I would, would be direct. the clowns. Yes. Yeah. That could be. That could be William. William and Caroline, are, I think, are such unique talents that, you know, I think I would just want to stay out of it what and kind of let add? them do their thing. You yeah. would take away from the magic. Yeah. That I, they well, have. Hopefully I would I would add is the, the sort of the willingness to film them and then yes. maybe the eye to sort of know what to capture. You could do a, a little, voyeuristic quality. You could do a little cameo. Yes, yes. You could do a little subplot where you're in the closet. Jing O. Yes, a little cameo. Just watching them. Where I come out and I, I kiss William's yeah. dick. Yeah. I suck it briefly. <laughs> uh, oh, people are talking about that OnlyFans vid you did. Which to this day, I wonder if we should have been canceled for it. Yeah, an interesting thank you. The OnlyFans vid is legendary. Thank you, Carly. The the uh, A funny backstory or behind the scenes about that is after we posted that, this, oh, this person. Oh no, they're talking about they're talking about Caro's uh, OnlyFans vid. I didn't know that she. Uh, had that's what I thought. That's vid. what I thought. I was like, I don't know what you guys are uh, talking humiliating, about. <laughs> humiliating. Never mind. <laughs> Let's go back to my viral tweet. I'll, um, I'll yeah. edit that out. I'll edit that out in the final in post. We're kind of close to the end. No, keep it in. Yeah. We should be as, as transparent as possible with our listeners. We are close to the end. Yeah. Man, I'm just really, well, what's in my heart? You know, I'm just hoping all of our listeners have such a wonderful week and that we see them again next week. Um, Me too. Me too. Yes. Yeah, it's true. I'm also hungry. What do you, That's in my what heart. Do you hope, yeah. What do you hope for the week? What are you looking forward to, guys? I have a terror reading this week with Patrick Madden, and I'm 
really excited about that because Patrick is a great tarot reader and knows a lot about it. Wow. Do you think you're really going to get something out of it? I don't know. Yeah, like a financial advice. Yeah. I just hope you, you decide to believe it whether or not you like it. You don't just only believe it if you like it. I, I'll believe it, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it. No, I don't have like a kind of snooty like suspicion towards things like tarot you know yes what about what about you Sarah what are you looking forward to this week damn what am I looking forward to this week uh I'm kind of excited I have like committed to absolutely nothing with any person anyone so (laughs) (laughs) I'm not due anywhere no one's expecting me I am this is what freedom is I think as described by John Locke um John Locke. <laughs> so, in the Leviathan. Yes. I'll be practicing my my freedom and my this liberty and seeing where it takes me. I might walk to Red Hook. Nice. Folks. I, yeah. Nice. So. Nice. What are you what about you, Felipe? Huh, what am I looking forward to this week? I got a little cartoon coming out soon. I'm fin- putting the finishing touches. Ooh. I don't want to say too well, much, fuck. but it's a cartoon I made for the comedian Beth Stelling for her new HBO special. So uh, Ever heard of her? Ever heard of her? Um, but uh, I'm excited for that to come out. And I don't know. You know, I thought I was going to have a job like all of this next year, but apparently... I'm not. <laughs> He's not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to have that job. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Felipe were texting about this the other day when he told me that he, um, his production got stopped indefinitely, I guess, and that you didn't have a job. And, and it was really stressing me out because I also don't have a job. And he said, we're in this together and don't worry. And we'll be coal miners together or something if we have to, which I thought was very sweet. But I also was like, man, I wonder what Felipe would say if I asked him to loan me $5,000 or something. You need like- $5,000? <laughs> If I if I needed it, would would you have to think about it, or would you just say, yeah, of course? Um, it's a good question. I mean, I could, yeah. I could, I could, I could see myself giving you money if you really needed it. Um, wow. Okay. Cool. Because we just never. I don't know when you haven't been in a situation before. I have no idea. Um, yeah, it's a good question. I've I have had people in my life who have given other people like big sums of money, and I think that that's admirable. And I I think I would wanna I'd wanna rise to the occasion like they did. I think it's a good thing to do. All right, cool. Well, then that's on the record then. Um, I think that the dark truth is that we won't have to become coal miners. And I think that's what I was feeling this week. You know, I was like, I, you know, I'm still going to get to do my animation, even though it's the hottest year in history. Horrible. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm... The hottest year? Hottest year in history. And it's like, I'm over here doing animation. So That's what should you know we be you're doing? An animator, man. Huh? Like go swim, be, go swimming. Yeah, going swimming or like I don't know, going to uh, somewhere cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's really hot. It's really extremely hot. Ah, oh, man. All right. Well, yeah. Are we good? Is there anything else we want to say? Are you Felipe? Oh, you said what you were. What, what's um, up? Excited about this week. That's all. No, yes. what did I? I didn't even I, say I had any. Did I say anything I'm looking forward to? You said the Beth Stelling oh, thing. Oh, the Beth Stelling thing. Wow. How how short my memory is. I think I'm a little tired. Perfect, because now it's time to go to sleep. Yeah. Good Even night. podcasts get sleepy, <laughs> get tired. Podcasters. Good night, guys. Raisin Man Arena.